This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and lasts longer. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So, if this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Creative Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. So, Steven, if there was dog wrestling, would you watch dog wrestling? Not like dog fighting. Of course, not not like dog fighting, but like dog wrestling, like with dog characters. I was like, all right, Michael Vick, let's calm down a little bit. <laughs> like dog characters, like dogs and masks and different dogs and different like... Wait, so are we talking about... So we're talking dogs, like dogs dressed up, not humans dressed up as dogs? Yeah, because... Because dogs get dressed up by their humans all the time. Yeah. So I figured, like, why don't we take this next level? Like, a dog does, like, a uh, like a shooting star press onto another dog, or dogs tag-teaming against humans. Like, I think that'd be interesting. That sounds dangerous. It does sound quite dangerous. I feel like... But if these dogs are trained performers, and independent contractors... <laughs> Explain to me how you're going to train uh, a Shih Tzu... To do a shooting star press. I mean, you could probably pull it off. <laughs> you just gotta have the right dog. Not every not every person, not every human's like Ricochet, right? You can't like expect every person to do a shooting star press like Ricochet does. So maybe the Shih Tzu's more of like a technical wrestler. I see. Yeah. I see. And with that said, welcome to Headlock Talk, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. Indeed. And we have a barn burner of news and fun-filled activities for you guys today. I am, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and to my right, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Hello, everyone. Hello, Stephen. Well, hello. How's your week been? It's been good. It's yeah? It's been good. Yeah. Chill. I, I mean, yeah. I thought so, I had a hernia. Uh, oh. But turns out I don't, so that, I think I'm good. That's good news. Yeah. Yeah. 
Glad you don't have a hernia, Stephen. Thanks. That's awful. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we've got a lot of ground to cover here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Stomping Ground pay-per-view uh, pay coming up. Uh, there was some weird New Japan news recently. Uh, PWG's 16th anniversary show um, uh, was announced. Their card was announced. And then, of course, also uh, PWG 200. Mm. Uh, I finally got the, the download off of HighSpots.com. Uh, shout out to HighSpots.com for making PWG shows available for download because I like to have them on my computer. Um, so we're going we're gonna to dive right into that show as well, which is pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we've got our mailbag. And, as always... If wishes were fishes. <laughs> so, with that said, let's dive in, y'all. Uh, let's talk about WWE Stomping Grounds, Steven. Um, this yeah. card looks um, it looks familiar. It does. Uh, it's almost like we've seen this before. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of this before. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Um, some matches that have been announced already. Um, and possibly more since we, there's another SmackDown and another Raw to come up before that here. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have uh, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, cool. uh, which that was a feud, I think, last year or the year before. I want to say it was last year. Mm. Um, kind of somewhat killed Bailey a little bit when they had their hardcore match, but hopefully. Uh, Hopefully we have Bailey standing tall here. Yeah. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, uh, a rematch from WrestleMania this year. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Great memories. I didn't want it then either. Oh jeez. So. <laughs> well, I, I hope that this one runs a bit better. I yeah. guess. Uh, another rematch from the last pay per view. Huh? Which was was this? This was Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, yeah. Not TLC. No, <laughs> not just to clarify, <laughs> it wasn't TLC. Um, Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, look, it's fine. Yeah, I, I think it's okay. Yeah, I still like Becky Lynch. I I hope that she can kind of come back to her old character a little bit what what made her the man instead mm-hmm. of being the man yeah um and i hope lacey evans got some more uh fight time under her belt i hope so i hope so there was a spot um uh where it was like lacey evans and bailey um looked a little bit rough for a minute um because they had a bit of a brawl mm. on an episode of raw i believe uh but um I mean that that it is what it is. I really could see Lacey Evans winning this match here, uh, for what it's worth, uh, and being the Raw Women's Championship, uh, Raw Women's Champion, I guess. Full stop. Uh, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she's not going to turn herself into a belt. I guess no, she's not going to be the Raw Women's Championship. I don't think so. Okay, that'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted the clarification on that. Um, so yeah, that'll that'll be a match. It'll be something. <laughs> Uh, That'll be a match. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. Yawn. Um, yeah. Man, like, I love Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is great. Yeah. Good, why do you keep... He's a good guy. Yeah, good guy. Why, why do you keep putting him <laughs> in matches with people I don't care about? I don't know, dude. I really don't know. 
Um, I really just, I'm not trying to like go off on him too much or tangent too much, but I really just don't understand why Baron Corbin is in every single episode of Raw, every single pay-per-view, like in a titles match. Like, does anyone really like this guy? They've somehow walked themselves into a a universe, no pun intended, Hmm. where Baron Corbin and Shane McMahon are the top heels of WWE. Like, what is happening right I, now? I really what don't is know. happening? But there is, there is one saving grace here in this card so yes. far. Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler. It is a rematch. Mm. That said, um, it's in a steel cage, which, again, we've already had a steel cage last pay-per-view. But these two guys can work. Yeah. They can work well together. Yeah. Kofi's a strong champion right now. and I'm, I trust Dolph in the cage. I trust Dolph. Yeah. I've got my fingers crossed here. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, <clears throat> like you said, this is going to be the, the saving grace for the pay-per-view, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the Tony Nese match is, is going to yes. be good. I don't know who Let's... he's facing, but it is going to be good. Yes. Because Tony Nese is he's, awesome. He's a good talent. Yeah. So, yes, we have Tony Nese versus TBD uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship and Samoa Joe... Also against TBD for the United States Championship. Mm-hmm. So TBD's getting a lot of work this week. Oh, yeah. yeah, Good for him. Good Big for, push. Good for TBD. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going he's gonna to get really over. He's Two gonna, matches, one pay-per-view. Yeah. Champ, champ, TBD. Yep. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I think we've expended that joke as far as we can I push think so. it. I think so. We're uh, kind of lightning round that one. <laughs> absolutely. Um, the reason why we're previewing it now is next week we're all about Wrestle Circus and we won't actually be able to watch Stomping Grounds right away to right. do any kind of feedback or review. So, <clears throat> if all of these rematches are not up your alley, I highly recommend following Wrestle Circus on Twitch. You can tune in and watch their show, which is going to be great. Uh, we're going to give a preview for it next week. Uh, and we're going to be there live, so you can ha- you might have a chance to see Steven and I in the second row. Yeah, we'll give a wave. If you won't know that it's us because no. you haven't seen our faces. But no, uh, we're there. I'll I'll try and wear a shirt or something. Yeah, uh, maybe like a we're in matching mustache mountain shirts yeah, right now. We we are in matching mustache mountains. I, I we'll we'll coordinate and we'll let you guys know on the next episode what we'll be wearing, so you can find us on Twitch. There you go on Wrestle Circus, and it'll be lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> moving on now, more big news this week. Uh, there was some news on Friday that kind of shook the New Japan world to its core for a minute, yeah. which was a bit crazy. There was some crazy rumor that started on a forum uh, that somehow started to gain traction about Gato, who was the head booker in New Japan. He's been there, the head booker, for the last 10 years or so. And so the, the booker it with the, the guy. I mean... Yeah, in like the last 10 years, that's they blew up in yeah. the last 10 years. So Yeah, I mean, he's been there <clears throat> throughout all of this, through the the ups and the downs. Mm-hmm. He's, he's come out through the tunnel. He's seen the light here. There's this crazy rumor that he was going to be stepping down as Booker, you know, or that they were going to be doing some kind of booking by committee kind of thing here. Mm. Um, a lot of that got checked out and uh, I mean thanks to some reporting uh, from the Wrestling Observer of course uh, they found that uh, uh, there were people 
at New Japan's office headquarters that were denying the rumor, mm. uh, saying, you know, that's not true. Yeah, so I don't know what spurred this. I don't know what started it. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say, you know, who started this rumor and what what do you think made it gain so much traction so quickly? Well, this was started on a on a, a Japan a Japanese forum for uh, New Japan Wrestling, I mm-hmm. believe, and it just it just kind of spiraled out like it immediately somebody picked it up on Twitter and then it started making the rounds and like somehow it got turned into like. Oh yeah, Gato he quit as Booker before Dominion, and everybody's like, "No, he he, he didn't. He's he's still here." Right, like, right, right. Um, so, I mean, if they did do some kind of booking by committee, I think that'd be interesting. Though I feel like with G One just around the corner, and we're going to talk about that here in just a moment, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's better placed in safe, knowing hands. Right, right, right. Um. But since we did just talk about the G1 card, mm. let's talk about the G1 card. Let's do it. Because the participants just got announced. We've got both blocks. Block A. God damn. God damn. This is a stacked, stacked block. Yeah, block A and block B look crazy. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> uh, we've got block A, which consists of Kazuchika Okada, Zack Sabre Jr., Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kota Ibushi, uh, oh man, like the, that already. four already. Yeah. Evil, Sonata, uh, Bad Luck Fale, Lance Archer, Will Ospreay, and Kenta. That is a murderer's row of talent. Yeah. Murderer's Absolutely. row. Um, so, yeah, there's like six or seven guys who could possibly win it out of there. Dude, so like even me catching the occasional. New Japan pay-per-view. I'm not the, you know, I don't watch that much of it. Yeah. Uh, I know every one of those names. And yeah. they're all fantastic. They're all great. Yeah. Um, so that's, whew, uh, that's, that's going to be one, one to watch out for. Um, we've also got in block B here, uh, Tetsuya Naito, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, so two big names right there, Juice Robinson, uh, who recently dropped the title, uh, the the I believe it's the United States Championship mm. uh, to another man here in the Block B, uh, 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 Toru Yano, uh, Hiroki Goto, uh, Hiroki Goto rather I'm sorry, <clears throat> Jay White, Jeff Cobb, hey hey, Shingo Takagi, dang, Taichi, and the one and only John Moxley. So man, another murderer's row on B Block. Yeah. Um, it is going to be interesting. I'm looking at both blocks here, um, and I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Mm. Um, but, I mean, there could be uh, there could be quite a few. There could be quite a few different matchups here. Mm. Evil and Sonata facing off against each other might be quite interesting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Will Ospreay's there. Kenta. Um I mean, what can I say more about Kenta? Kenta versus Zack Sabre Jr. will be crazy. Kenta versus Okada would be nuts. Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay. That'd be nuts. Yes. Oh, man. See, there's well, just so much you could do here. Well, Will, that would that could only happen in the finals, though. Remember, Block right. A yeah, happens, and then yeah. Block B. Yeah. Okay, so you're calling, you think Jeff Cobb versus Ospreay Well, I'm Ospreay just saying it'd finals? be a cool match. It, it, it would, would be a cool be. match. 
I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised to see them in the finals. I'll say that. But mm, mm. I don't know. I'm not calling it necessarily. I just think that'd be a cool match. Right, right. For sure, for sure. Um, then we also have some other news here. Let me pull up the files here real quick. Ah, yes, the PWG 16 anniversary card. Oh, yeah. Oh, snap. Shimmy in my seat. It's going to be fun. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. He's rocking back and forth. That, yep. that, that, that chair. <laughs> it's a good shimmy. It's a good shimmy for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, PWG 16. I mean, a lot of people have been kind of uh, about PWG for the last year or two. Mm. I really think that they're actually picking some steam back up here. They've got a good core of guys. Um, and this card actually looks pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got Flip Gordon versus Trey Miguel. We've got uh, the Dark Order, who were formerly the Super Smash Bros. Uh, so good, good on them for changing the name. Were did they get a cease and desist, I or did they just? I, I don't know. Is just future proofing? I think it's future proofing. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Order, for, uh, which is against Stu Grayson and Evil Uno, against uh, the best friends, uh, Trent Beretta and Chucky e. T. Yep. Uh, MJF versus Darby Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that like those matches kind of seemed like a like straight out of an AEW card. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, we've got also Black Taurus, Laredo Kid, and Puma King, uh, all great talents there against Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace. So like uh, a murderer's row of luchadors right there. Man, that is going to be a match. It's going to be a hell of a match. Wow, um, really excited about that one. Joe uh Joey Janela versus Jungle Boy. So that should be Forest Guy. Forest Guy. <laughs> That's on air now. I can't take it back. No, no, yeah. can't no no takes these backsies. No, all, all love for Jungle Boy. I'm not making fun of him. Yeah. He, he's fantastic. And Joey Janela's pretty awesome himself. I I still think I don't know if I've seen Joey Janela. Yeah, he was in that uh he was in that battle royal and he got the cigarette stapled to his head by Jimmy Havoc. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in the the AEW Battle Royal, and he got a cigarette, lit cigarette, stapled to his head by Jimmy Havoc. I'll show you again later. I promise. But yeah, that's I feel a, like I missed that. Maybe I don't know. Huh? I'll I'll, I'll show you again. I that promise. sounds intense. Sorry, well, Joey. Well, if you guys, <laughs> yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, it's pretty awesome. That sounds brutal. <laughs> yeah, jo- Joey Janela. It's on YouTube. Joey Janela, he lights a cigarette in the middle of the ring, in the middle of the AEW Battle Royal, and then he gets stopped by Jimmy Havoc, who ends up taking the cigarette out of his mouth and staples it to his forehead. Nice. Good times. Yeah. (laughs) Don't smoke. Um, Yeah, Jungle Boy's an interesting guy to put in there with Joey Janela. I really like that matchup. Um, We have another one here. Oh, man, this is going to be a good match, too. Uh, David Starr, your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler, mm-hmm. the cream in your coffee, yep. the king of taunts, uh-huh. the Bernie Sanders he's of professional really, wrestling. He's really good at Twitter. He is very good at Twitter. <laughs> um, he takes on Brody King, who is a monster. Yeah, yeah, like, that, absolutely. That I think uh, PWG 200 is the first time I saw uh Brody King and that guy is so menacing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And this is really and truly great practice for David Starr who's going to be taking on Volter sometime later yeah. this year 
for the Progress Wrestling World Championship. So I'm very excited to see this match here. David Starr always brings it. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, very excited to see how this turns out. And then, of course, the main event, the PWG Tag Team Championship ladder match. The Rascals, Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier, take on LAX. Two of the hottest tag teams That's in wrestling be, right now. Incredible. It's going to be a fantastic yeah. match. Yeah. And I think it's been a long time come, and I hope that LAX come out victorious here. Yeah. New tag team champs. Absolutely, yeah. So... That's, See, this is this is the kind of match that I would be fine with no gimmick, but it's even better that it's a ladder match. Oh yeah, you know they're they're gonna kill each other. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, that was that. That's a heck of a card, and I can't wait for it to happen. I can't wait for it to come out again. If you are a PW, a PWG fan, the show takes place July 26th. Tickets on sale June 20th. Uh, at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So keep your peepers peeled, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Peel your peepers. Peel your peepers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, that's going to be a heck of a card for sure. Um, and speaking of PWG. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I finally, after months of waiting for it to become available, I finally got my hands on the download of PWG 200 courtesy of highspots.com and thanks again guys that's not a it's not a shameless plug uh, I'm not sponsored by them we're not sponsored by them I just like their products and I like the ability to just be able to download my shows onto my computer so if I'm traveling boom got it there with me can watch some wrestling yeah uh, but yes PWG 200 was a heck of a show Let's get right into the dirty of it, Steven. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Uh, show kicked off Jungle Boy versus Trey Miguel versus Jake Atlas in probably the fastest and most furious triple threat match I can recall seeing in quite some time. Yeah, it, it was crazy. You know, I, I remember telling you this as we were as we were watching it. You know, usually for the opener match, they kind of try to. Try to ease in, you know, just, yeah, just give you a little taste just, just, and just a little, uh, yeah, just a little, uh, and, and then and then you get the big stuff. Fuck that! The, yeah. These guys are like, I'm gonna jump from the roof five seconds into the match. Yeah, that's not accurate, but you, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, these guys were like fired they, out of a cannon. Yeah, they went from zero to sixty in like point six seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was nuts. Um, and they kept that momentum the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just okay. Here's a big spot. Now we're all gonna die outside the ring. It was like, no, we're gonna try to kill each other for like the whole time. Yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy spots all over the place. Super high paced. Uh, so if you're a big fan of of matches just going zero to sixty, this is right up your alley. Yeah, uh, heck of a way to start. I actually gave this four stars just right off the gun here. I thought it was a really good opener. Man, I gave this four and a half. Dang, Steven. it was a crazy, crazy match. It, it was probably one of, if not the most chaotic match I've seen just from the get go. You know, the, they rung the bell and everyone was going crazy. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, I gave this four and a half. I think it's very deserving of it. You could even argue five. This match was fantastic. Well, let's not get crazy. Now. I'm just saying, man. Th- these guys <laughs> really showed up. There was one move by Jungle Boy. I forget what they called it, but he like. He held himself up with just his arms yeah. on the ropes, yeah. and then did a backflip off of them, yeah. like without using his legs. 
And just the amount of arm strength that something like that takes and the amount of balance. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, heck of a match here, guys. What a way to start. What a way to start PWG 200. Uh, Puma King then took on the Laredo Kid. Uh, I thought it was a very, very solid match. Yep. Good, good lucha work here. Mm-hmm. Um, Puma King is uh, super over yeah. <laughs> yeah. to a, like a ridiculous extent. Um, and I, I just really like the match overall. So if you're a fan of big, you know, traditional lucha libre, um, you know, Puma King's obviously the bigger man here in this mm-hmm. uh, in this matchup. But Laredo Kid didn't let size uh, stand in the way of anything. He showed up. Uh, for this match here as well. Yeah. I ended up giving this three and three quarter. It was definitely a solid match. Well worth your watch. Yeah. Yeah. I gave this uh, three and a half. Thought it was a really, really solid, uh, very lucha heavy match. Mm-hmm. Um, both guys showed up really, really well. And, and like you said, Puma King is is a he's a star. Yeah. <laughs> the the whole crowd was eating him up the entire time. That sounded super sexual. Yeah, eating them up. Eating them up. Mm. Eating all that puma. Oh goodness! All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Aussie Open versus uh, the best friends. Yes. Chucky e. T and Trent Beretta. Uh, Aussie Open, obviously, a super super good tag team. Uh, again, I, I would put them in in ranks with you know the the CCKs and the Lucha Brothers and the LAXs and mm. the Rascals of, of the world. Yeah. Um, they are very very good. Um, the best friends are also a good tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, I do understand that there is quite a few people out there who not are not the biggest fans of uh, of the kind of matches that they put on. Chuck Taylor is kind of over the top at times. Yeah, but uh, and this that really did show here in this mm-hmm. match. Uh, but it was a very solid, very well worked match. With Absolutely, some real hard hitting. No, I mean the match was just fun. You yeah. know, it, it it there wasn't any one specific thing that was like, wow, this is insane. You got to watch it. It was just a fun match to watch. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, recently I've become a big fan of Kyle Fletcher, so it was really nice seeing him in there. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a fun match. I wrote down here uh, lots of personality in the ring. Yeah, Lo- lots of personality. Lots of big personality in the yeah. ring for sure. This was almost the opposite of the opener. Where, where the opener was like, fired out of a cannon, let's freaking get it. Yeah. Uh, this one w- was a little bit more laid back. A little bit slower, mm-hmm. longer match, more drawn out. Yeah. Uh, your your classic best friends kind of spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got the hugs. The, the, the hugs. The trick with the steel chair. Handshake. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Open showed up for sure, too. Oh, yeah. I ended up giving this a, a, about three stars, um, just to kind of be fair here. Um, the match went a little bit long for my taste personally. Mm. I think it could have wrapped up a bit sooner, but at the same time, uh, all these guys came to play, which yeah. which is you know definitely a good thing. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with everything. I will say I do disagree about the length of it. I mm. think the length was perfectly fine. Okay, uh, I thought they they filled up all the time with with good spots and good momentum. I ended up giving this one three and a half. Really solid tag match. Oh well, that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> Um, good news, everyone. Good news. <laughs> Speaking of good news, we talked a little bit about Brody King earlier. Brody King takes on Darby Allen next in 
a very, very interesting match. Very, very good match. Yes, very yeah. good match. Um, Darby Allen, he was literally jumping off the rafters at points. Literally, yeah. yeah. Um, he brought in his skateboard mm-hmm. into the skateboard spot, which was mm-hmm. crazy. Can we just talk about the quality of that skateboard? Yeah. I don't know who who designs this or manufactures this skateboard. Yeah. Brody King delivered a power bomb onto the skateboard, and it didn't break. Yes. I just want to... Throwing that out there. Whoever's providing Darby Darby Allen's skateboards, good on you. Good job. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You, <laughs> you found some quality uh, uh, wood materials. <laughs> yeah. No, but, I mean, in all seriousness, the, the match was really, really great. Uh, this is the first time that I've seen either of these guys, and they both really, really impressed me. Mm. Um, Darby Allen has, the, has this demeanor to him where, you know, he's a super small guy. He's a real small guy, really skinny, uh, but he just has this like intimidation factor to him, and, and just the way he carries himself in the ring, uh, he plays toward his character really, really well. He's he's very fearless. Yeah, and I think that is a big part to do with it for mm-hmm. sure. Like he was not intimidated by Brody King at all, right? right. Uh, which went a long way into this match. I think the the best thing that that this match did was. Uh, handled the size difference of the two guys extremely well. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of those matches, if you have a really small guy and a really big guy, it's kind of just one-sided either way. Uh, you know, either you're trying to show that the big guy's slow or you're trying to show that the big guy's strong. And mm-hmm. uh, with this one, I think that they paced it really, really well and, and really made it seem like both guys had the upper hand at at different points, yeah. you know? They had a, a legit start, a legit shot, rather, at yeah, winning. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I ended up giving this four. I thought it was a very solid match. Also gave it four, for sure. Sweet. Now, you and I are a bit divided on this next one, but a I think bit. we can... Now, we, a bit. we can both agree that this was a fantastic, fantastic match. match. Yeah. It's very similar uh, to our disagreement over the Adam, Adam Cole-Johnny Gargano matches. Yeah. They're both fantastic matches. Yeah. It's just... You how know, fantastic! How fantastic it was it? You know, <laughs> which I think is a is a, a silly argument. The, but the, the the match we're talking about here is Jonathan Gresham, our our friend, our our spirit animal, the octopus, mm-hmm. uh, versus again the cream in your coffee. <laughs> you know, Mister uh, American Rana. Yeah, your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Um. He's really good at Twitter. He is. Yeah. He's the king of taunts. Uh-huh. David Starr. Yeah. Mr. Independent himself. Um, gr- look, if you really like great technical wrestling, catch wrestling, grappling, submissions, reversals. New Japan style. Some, somewhat, yes. Yeah. Um, this match is right up your alley. Yeah. This, this was a great match. Lots of good back and forth. Very well paced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed this here. Um, lots of great submission work. Uh, lots of great slams. Mm-hmm. Uh, great spots. Man, I mean, what else can I say about it here? I mean, this is... When you have guys of the quality of Jonathan Gresham and David Starr in the ring together, I mean, it's it's hard to deny <laughs> the kind of caliber of match that you're going to get anyway. Right. Absolutely. I, I ended up giving this four and a half, Steven. I thought it was damn near perfect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, this match was super, super solid. If you're a fan of, of just crazy technical wrestling, 
give this a watch because it is a uh, it is a clinic, I would say, in that style of wrestling. I ended up giving this actually the full five. Damn, uh, Steven. This match is great. So great. And, and one of the, the best things about it, uh, after watching Super Strong Style 16, I, I've become a real big fan of David Starr. And seeing David Starr in, in a situation where he is the bigger guy, Mm. size wise not not like morals <laughs> but uh, he's on his high horse yeah no but seeing david star be the bigger guy and and bring out some moves that he normally wouldn't you know just like a straight up headlock or mm. you know just straight up power bomb mm. just cuz he knows he can overpower uh gresham it, it was really cool to see him w- wrestle in that way and then you know every time jonathan gresham gets in the ring you're you're going to be given a technical clinic you yeah. know that, that guy's crazy so full five stars. This match is fantastic. Watch it. Damn, huge endorsement there. Yeah. by Steven for both men and 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 from me too. I really do like this match. Mm-hmm. I really really do. It's it's a great match. Um, moving on here. This next one had a bit of controversy. A bit. A bit. Yeah. Um. So we have the defending PWG tag team champions, the Rascals. Facing off against both the Lucha Brothers as well as LAX mm-hmm. uh, for the tag team titles on the line. Now, this match for me was a lot like the opening match where it was shot out of a cannon. Very much so. And yeah. everybody was going all out mm-hmm. right at the right at the start. Yeah, and, and usually with with tag matches, um, you know, even if they do quote unquote fire out of a cannon, you, they they usually start to build up two big tag moves yeah. and uh, tandem moves, that was right out of the gate with this match. Yeah. You know? Um, the match was very, very good. Yeah. Very, very good. There was a strange spot where there was just, like, people trading suicide dives. Yeah. And it was kind of strange to me. I don't know. I can agree with that a little bit. Though I do think that, ultimately, I mean, what got me here was so I I really don't want to spoil it mm-hmm. but the finish was really throwing me off yeah um it, it which is a bit unfortunate I really really hope that it's not um uh that it's not a true botch mm-hmm. though it seemed like a botch it really did seem like it um not to give it away but uh basically two members here of uh, the opposing team were trying to get into the ring. They didn't get into the ring fast enough to break up the pin. And then it kind of had some shades of, like, um, the members of LAX were telling the referee, you know, are you sure it's three? Like, you know, and then Pentagon looked pretty disappointed. Well, they also took uh, way longer than they should have to ring the bell. They did. That was a big thing, too. And and announced the winner, of course. Um, So there was a lot of confusion there. Uh, obviously, referees normally are trained to call it like a shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he counted the three just like his job requires him to count. Yep. Uh, however, uh, again, maybe it's just my opinion, but I really think that that hurt the match significantly. Mm-hmm. I think we were well on our way to uh, uh, a four-and-a-half, if not possibly five-star tag match if Absolutely. that was 
five to ten minutes longer than what it was. Mm -hmm. But this was a ten-minute burst of just adrenaline followed by a a major crash. Yeah, um, and it was really unfortunate because, like you said, it was was heading for a four and a half, five-star rating for sure. Um, Normally, I wouldn't take off that many points for a a quote-unquote botched finish. Uh, just depends on the circumstances and, and how right. it played out. Uh, I will say with this one, it played out almost as bad as it could have. Yeah, and, and it was it was very very confusing towards the end. It was, yeah, uh, I, I was pushing for a four and a half. Uh, right as it finished, though, I did knock a star off uh, yeah. for that for that finish, and and it, it really sucks because that match was really awesome up until that point. But when when it's when it goes down that bad, it's really hard to think about anything else mm-hmm. in the match. I gave it about three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's a fair rating for these guys. Um, you know, they did put on excellent, excellent work. It's just a terrible shame that if this is a bust finish, or if they played it up on purpose, I don't know. But it just felt like like it was really off. Yeah. And um, I feel like this also is a big reason why... For uh, PWG 16, the the 16th anniversary show, mm-hmm. that they're going to have the Rascals versus LAX in this ladder match to right. make up for it. I think this is the the match that we deserve to see for sure. um, after PWG 200, which almost does cement it as a botch. But I, you know, I mean, we're yeah, not in if, the we're not in the writing room. We're not in the booking it, room. We it, don't know if that's the mentality behind it. I don't know if yeah. it was a shoot and the ref you know counted like a shoot. So be it. Um, but still, I still find it well worth your time. It's still an above average match. Definitely. Um, still worth your time. Um, it's just For some f- of those tag moves alone, yeah. it's worth your time. Yeah, the, it's just the finish just got me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the main event, Ew. Bandito, our, our one of our favorites, Oh yeah. versus Jeff Cobb, who is the PWG World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. They put on a, a very, very good match. Oh, they put on a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, let's be real. Is Bandito capable of putting on a bad match? At this point, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's he's in a good spot right now where he he knows what he what his limitations are, what he can and can't do. Mm-hmm. But that ceiling alone is very, very high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I did see... Uh, the three-way match that they had at the Battle of Los Angeles where it was uh, the finals between Bandito, Jeff Cobb, and Shingo Takagi. Mm. Uh, that was great. Uh, really, really great match, I thought. Um, but um, I feel like this one as a standalone was just as good, if not better. Um, I gave that. I gave this one about four and a quarter stars. Bandito put up a great challenge against Jeff Cobb here. Absolutely. Yeah, I gave this one uh, the flat four stars. Uh, really, really solid match. I love seeing Bandito. This is one of the first times that I've seen Jeff Cobb, and he definitely showed out as well. Uh, he did this, uh, this, uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? This cartwheel. Yeah. And, and I got hints of War Raiders uh, oh, a from bit. it a little bit. Uh, yeah, just, just really, really solid work from both guys. No, I agree for sure. Um, I, I and I liked how at the end there was a great show of respect. Yes, Jeff Cobb says, "Hey, you know, if you ever want another shot here, you know, you know, give me a call. Let me know." Um, so I was um, I was very impressed uh, by both these guys. Um, so great show overall. I give it two thumbs up. Definitely well worth 
Um, well, I, I've been purchasing a lot from High Spot, so I paid nothing for this show. Mm. But it's well worth the fourteen ninety nine for the download. Go and check it out. Plus, if you're not familiar with High Spots, they have a loyalty program. Like I said, I use my points on this one here. So for any purchases that you make, you earn points, and that can go towards discounts on your future purchases. That's so. Cool. Yeah, really awesome stuff. Yeah. They've also got a, a streaming, uh, like a, a compatible streaming service that they use for PWG shows as well from the past. So that one's uh, really good to look at as well. Uh, so definitely recommend checking that show out, PWG 200. And uh, I'm now even more hyped uh, to go and see this uh, PWG 16 show. Um, but with that said... Steven? Yes. You got your uh, you got your snorkel? I do. You got your oxygen tank? I do. Got your goggles? I do. Your flippy floppies? I do. Alright. It's time to take a dive in, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, for If Witches Were Fishes. <laughs> Going underwater. <laughs> um, fun times here fun at Headlock times. Talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yes, so if wishes were fishes, this is our fun game that we like to play where uh, we each take turns making a wish, and the other will grade it in terms of fish. I like it. Sounds ridiculous. It's because it is. Because it is. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so, Stephen, you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stephen's got a wish here, guys. All right. So my first wish, I'm going to take a call back from the intro to this episode. And I was really upset when they got rid of Backlash. Right? Oh. I was very upset. That's not good. No, it's not. Back- <laughs> <laughs> Backlash is one of my favorites. Uh, grew up with Backlash, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You brought up dog wrestling. <laughs> For some reason I did. Yeah. So, <laughs> if wishes were fishes... Uh, I would want a Backlash reboot called Barklash. Barklash? <laughs> what is it, all about dogs? Yep. Sweet. It, it's like so, so, the wrestlers and their dogs come out no, to the ring? No, so, so what I'm thinking is... Barklash. Barklash, right? Uh, <laughs> so what I'm thinking in, in my mind is... Uh, every year you have a different bar clash, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you take <laughs> and you take you take iconic matches uh, from from last backlashes and, and reenact them with, with dogs. With the dogs. With the dogs. <laughs> the return of bar clash. The return of bar clash. Yep. Oh man. You're welcome. Um, yeah, that's that's a beautiful wish, Stephen. <laughs> um. I had no idea that the intro was going to be so influential this episode. Um, <laughs> there's really and truly only one fish that that is is deserving of this wish. You're right. So I'm going to give that seven dogfish. Beautiful. Yeah. That's very fitting. Wolf, wolf. Yeah. And those will be the the first seven uh, competitors in Barclash. Yeah. The 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 Barclash uh, money in the bank. Money in the dog bag. Money in the money in the doghouse. Money in the doghouse match. <laughs> Jeez. We have fun here, ladies and gentlemen. Barklash. Barklash. <laughs> Don't forget it. Look for a pay-per-view provider. Yep. Barklash. Uh-huh. 
I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. <laughs> um, I'm going to do my best here, guys. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, we've seen we've seen Moxley, uh, you know, uh, John Moxley, of course, really making some waves all over the place. Mm. Uh, we've seen uh, this <laughs> weekend waves. making waves, eh? If we should uh, <laughs> uh, We saw a great match with Darby Allen this weekend. Mm. Uh, I know that John Moxley is preparing to take on Joey Janela, and uh, you know that's going to be for Fighter Fest, which I believe is free on Bleacher Report Live. Very cool. So that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. If I'm wrong, let me know. But I, last I checked, I believe it was free. Um, and of course, we have another guy who stapled a cigarette. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Was he, uh, Jimmy Havoc stapled a cigarette to Joey Janela's forehead Indeed. in the middle of a battle royal. Apparently. So, with all of these guys here, they're all known for hardcore style, all known for deathmatch style. I really feel like what's necessary here is an AEW all-star deathmatch. Oh, snap. John Moxley versus Darby Allen versus Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc. Man. And it'll be chaos. Like that, I like that a lot. Yeah, where where would this take place? I don't know, man. Um, uh, maybe. Uh, well, it can't be all out because we're having Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. Mm-hmm. By the way, Wilf, I called it. <laughs> so, shade, shade. Not salty at all. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you can put it anywhere, uh, just not on live TV, because heaven forbid. You know, the uh, a nationwide audience see this happen. Yeah. We just need to put it on pay-per-view. Uh, so whatever AEW, whatever they have up their sleeve, make this match happen. I really want to see it. I like that. No, yeah. I, I really like that fish. Or that wish. Yeah. And uh, for that, I'm going to give you black-backed butterfly fish. Just nice. one. Just one. Just one? Just one. It's a big fish, though. Oh, okay. But, uh... See, my thinking on this is that it's it has some black and blue Dang. in there, and you're definitely going to get black and blue in a death match. Hey, that's good thinking there, Steven. So, yeah. A lot of good thinking there. Well, I'll take that fish then. Well, here you go. <laughs> uh, for my next wish, uh, I know there's been some, there were some rumors about it. I'm not sure if he said if it's a yes or a no. Um, blah, 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 blah. I think it would be <laughs> awesome if uh, CM Punk were to start commentating for AEW. Maybe even just like a guest commentator. He doesn't need to be there all the time. Maybe just bring him on pay-per-views whenever they start their their weekly show. Um, Whatever. But I know there were some rumors about it. Uh, The second I heard the rumors, I was like, yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah. If Wishes Were Fishes, CM Punk would commentate for AEW. Yes. Uh, No, I mean... I think that's a great alternative uh, to maybe perhaps what um, uh, we have been hoping for in CM Punk actually wrestling for AEW. Right. Uh, I think that... Because at this point, I do not see him wrestling again. Right. In any promotion. Which is unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. It really does make me sad. I think he's he's really has lost the love here. Mm. Um... But he is 
really good on the commentary. Yes. And if the day comes where JR leaves the commentary booth uh, and you still want to throw somebody else in there alongside Alex Marvez and Excalibur, CM Punk is a really, really good choice. Mm-hmm. So, based on uh, his talents here, and because this fish kind of reminds me of some of the tights that I've seen CM Punk wear in the past, I have to go with three Creole Rass Fish. Creole Rass Fish. Yes. Oh, man. Creole. Uh, uh, C-R-E-O-L-E for Creole. And then uh, Rass. Almost like Rass. Like Rasslin'. Yeah. (laughs) W-R-A-S-S-E. Creole Rass Fish. I like that. I like that. And that definitely does remind me of some of his tights, for sure. Yes. Um, So, yes. I I, I like that wish, Stephen. Well, thank you. Mm. Thanks for the fish. You're very welcome. (laughs) Um... My second wish here for if wishes were fishes, um, I would want Brody King, who we just saw a little bit of here. Mm. Uh, I would want Brody King to get a mega push somewhere. I think he does. Think he's the monster that everyone deserves to have on their rosters, whether it's in PWG, whether it's in Ring of Honor, whether it's in New Japan. I think Brody King needs to be a mega star and get pushed super hard. He can be. He could be the guy who takes the title off of Jeff Cobb and PWG, and you know goes undefeated forever and ever and ever. He, yeah. can, he can hold that title as long as he wants to. Or if you could do the same thing in Ring of Honor, uh, he could even. I mean, he did have a little bit of a New Japan experience with Marty Skrull uh, mm-hmm. this last uh, Best of Super Juniors tour. But yes, this man is a monster. I think he deserves that big push. Yeah, I, I think that'd be great. Um, he was definitely one of the the big names that, that I remember from the PWG 200 show. Mm. Um, and he just has the look to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the, the mass, the tattoos, the, the big beard. The viciousness. You know, the viciousness. Uh, he, he has a... Uh, uh, excuse my French, uh, resting bitch face. Oh. Uh, and so that really works pretty well. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Let me let me let me pick out a fish for that. Oh, king salmon. Yeah, fourteen king salmon. Damn. Because I think he could put away at least fourteen of them. Yeah, and he's he, a big dude. Yeah, and he's Brody King. Also true. Yes. Also true. So King deserves a king salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Fourteen of them. That's a lot of salmon. <laughs> that is a lot of salmon. <laughs> Well, what's well, we're down to our last wishes here for the week, Stephen. Oh, we had three. Yes. Oh. You got you got a Go you ahead. got a final wish. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll make a I'll make my last wish here, as as Stephen gets ready. Yeah. I'll make I'll make my last wish here. Um. So. G one, lineups have been announced. Really, really stoked stoked about it. I uh. I can see a lot of different things going on. I can see a lot of different winners coming from a lot of different blocks. And this is not going to be a popular decision. Oh, snap. This is not going to be one that anybody really saw coming. Okay? But if wishes were fishes, I would have Kenta go on a hot streak and light up block B and come out of nowhere to take on Kota Ibushi in the finals. Hmm. Yeah, Kenta gets put over... Really, really strong in Block B. He just goes on a tear. He he, you know, shows that he's here to stay. That he needs to be taken seriously. Yeah. And then takes on the Golden Star, 
Kota Ibushi himself in the finals, and we have a barn burner in the finals, and it's going to be awesome. The winner will rightfully deserve to get that shot at Kazuchika Okada. So that's that's my my final wish here for the week. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm gonna give that four long nose hawkfish. Ooh, that's a that's a crazy that's crazy a, looking fish, and that's a crazy wish. That's a beautiful looking fish. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like it. Um, so I thought of another wish, and then decided against it. Well, because I shouldn't say it on air. Oh. Well, can you can you like condense it? Or or rephrase it perhaps. So so you remember Barklash, right? Barklash. <laughs> um a, a certain guest commentator. Yeah? Yep. Okay. I can't say it. Oh. Pete is going to be knocking down our door. Okay. Well, um did he did he play sports? Mhm. Okay. Mhm. Yeah. He did. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I don't really see that. Um, yeah. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. No. Maybe as like a public service. Yeah. Yeah. Um, part of his uh, community service. Part of his community service. I think he's all done with that. No, um, I think he is too. Uh, hopefully. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I really hope that he would stay far, far away from Barclash because that's a beautiful pay-per-view. <laughs> this, this gentleman's going to remain unnamed. Um, you know, uh, because for obvious reasons, we, we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, um, he's slippery as an eel, so I'm going to give it one snowflake more eel because, you know, I don't want to upset the snowflakes out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good, good cover, Steven. Can I, can I say what his name rhymes with? Lick? Yup. Tycho Lick. Tycho Lick. That's that's the man. That's that's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> All right. Well, he's probably going to be barred from Barklash, hopefully. <laughs> See, I was literally, like, I had it written down, and I was going to say it, and then right as that happened, I was like, Nah, dog. Nah, that's a bad idea. That's a real bad idea. <laughs> well, you know what's not a bad idea, Steven? What's that? Let's close this episode down with our mailbag. Now, it's very important. I want to make this PSA here because Steve and I have been talking. We love getting your mailbag questions here. And we want to make it something extra special. So for you guys, what we're going to start doing is instead of doing it on a weekly basis, we're going to do it on a monthly basis. So we'll make a huge announcement on the weeks where we do have the mailbag happening. Bring in all your questions. We'll take time to really sit down and analyze and hammer these home so that way we can give you guys the shout-outs and the answers that not only you need, but the answers that you deserve. So, uh, with that being said, let's get into the mailbag. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. So. We need a sound effect for that. We really do. Maybe just some papers rustling. This. (laughs) There we go. There's some mail. There's some mail. I found it. So. This week here, we get a question from Last Draft Standing at Last Draft Stand on Twitter. They ask, do you think the rumors uh, surrounding Shane beating Kofi are true? How bad of an impact would this have on an already frustrated fan base? Um, I feel like this rumor was started by somebody who wanted to spread fake news. Who wanted to troll. Who wanted to troll. Yeah. And I think it got picked up. 
and I think a lot of people in the media picked it up, and I don't know why. Well, see, here's the messed up thing about it. It sounds like news. It could happen. It does sound like it's feasible. It sounds like that's news. Not a rumor, but news. If that did happen, I think it would be a very... I'm not going to say that it's on level with some of the things that WCW did, that which caused this decline, mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely not the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's going to, it would have a very deeply negative impact, Absolutely. I think. It's, I mean, that's just, that would be the cherry on top to to the, the awful Sunday they've been giving us, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I, mm. I don't know, that, that would be... An incredibly bad move. I'll mm. leave it at that. Mm. Awful Sunday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> awful waffle. Awful waffle. <laughs> um, so we've got a f- another question here from uh, Zachary Shiloh on Twitter. Uh, they are, are on Twitter at uh, Zach, Z A C, uh, followed by S H I 130. So again, that's Zach Shy 130 on Twitter. Zach says, Hey fellas, hope y'all had a uh, hope y'all weekend was good. I got some questions for you. With the G1 participants and blocks announced, how do you feel about it? I feel very positive about it. Damn, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Yep. Uh, I mean, when when really does G1 like let down your expectations? Yeah, never. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) very hard for them to do that. Yeah. Uh, But yes, I'm. I think we're both very very excited about this. Uh, So yes, definitely tune into G1. Uh, Here's Zachary. Uh, he also asks, with AEW locking their talent in October, uh, who do you think Mox loses the U.S. title to? Hmm. Um, hmm. I could see a couple things happening, but the one that stands out most to me would be Juice Robinson uh, regaining the title after taking a bit of a side to the more of a dark side to him, mm-hmm. you know, gets away from this happy-go-lucky kind of jovial kind of character, and has more of an intense vibe about him. Regains the title, besting Moxley at his game, mm. and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, I. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure if I follow the storylines enough to really uh, put it on someone that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love for Will Ospreay to hold it. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. He's he's, he's going to have a busy summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Will also has that uh, uh, super junior title right now. Mm. So I mean, it all just depends. He's he's going to be a very very busy man. Will Osprey. Yeah. Um, Why Man Podcast uh, are on Twitter. They are at Why Man Podcast with the number one. Does the fact. Jericho didn't win the IWGP heavyweight title. Pretty much confirm he's winning the AEW title at All Out. Um, I don't know if it necessarily confirms it, but it's definitely looking good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's. Um, I'm not gonna say it's like a guarantee because they, they could very easily put the title on um, Hangman Adam Page. Mm-hmm. But I think the better option here. Would be to um, uh, would be to actually have Jericho be the heel champion and have people chase him. I think yeah. that's what really puts the company over. And Jericho's the biggest name on that roster. Yeah. Don't, don't let's not kid ourselves. He's the he's the star of mm-hmm. AEW at this point for sure. Um, but yes, 
wonderful question, Y-Man Podcast, and thank you uh, for uh, shouting that out. Uh, three Co Sports on Twitter. They are at Three Co Sports. Uh, they ask Shinsuke Nakamura, "How did they manage to screw him up, and what storyline would you come up with to return him to prominence?" Um, hmm. I mean, they really just took his character and, and asked themselves, "How strange and unrelatable can we make this guy?" Yeah, you un- know. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, it was not. Uh, it's not the the best uh, run I've ever seen in yeah. the world, um, and I think I don't know if it just comes down to a lack of will on his part to just make things better. Because I mean, he's an exceptional talent. Yeah, an exceptional talent, and I, I agree with Wilf from what he said um, on Brainbuster Radio with us that I would like to see him actually go back to New Japan. However, you know, um, how can we return him to prominence? I would bring him back. I, I would I would have him take a few months off, bring him back as the King of Strong style, and have him feud with somebody like Aleister Black. Yeah. You know. I'd even say a feud with Ricochet would be cool. Or a feud with, yeah, Ricochet would be awesome as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but... I personally am not a a subscriber to making an international faction of any kind. We've already had that done. Mm. It doesn't need to be done again. Right. Um, He's had this weird tag team with Rusev that's like kind of works but really doesn't. Honestly, in my opinion, that was like the final nail in the coffin for Shinsuke was Mm. uh, getting put with Rusev. And that's nothing against Rusev. I don't want to say like... Rusev killed Shinsuke or whatever. They just but put two guys that weren't had that had nothing going on. They put them together as a tag team, right? And then it's yeah. like, okay, cool. I guess that's what they're going to be doing for the next few months. And it's like, okay, right. You know? Um, let me see here. Which we could talk about the underutilization of Rusev, also. Right, but, right. But that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> that's a whole another podcast, really. Um, so, let me see here. What else we got in this mailbag? Um, oh goodness. Wilf on Brain Buster Radio. Again, they are at Brain Buster Radio, which you guys should tune in and subscribe to on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Um, I don't think they're on Stitcher or YouTube, actually. That's that's us. That's us. That's yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. They have a link tree. Brain Busta has a link tree, and I definitely recommend you checking it out. Yes. Find your podcast. Uh, definitely on Podbean, for sure. Um, uh, yeah. Wilf asks a bunch of questions about baseball. Um, goodness. I don't even know. Um, I don't watch baseball. <laughs> Steven doesn't Sorry. watch baseball. Sorry. Um, who's winning the N- uh, NL West this year? The, the guys with the biggest balls. Yeah, yep. you think so? Mm-hmm. That's that's what it's going to come down to, huh? Yep. Um, He's got the bigger cojones. Fortunately, I believe I took some pictures last night. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, NL West, um, I don't know, man. I'm, th- I'm thinking it's the Dodgers' time. Oh, snap. I, I, think, uh, I think they're going to do it again, and they're going to go back to the World Series again, and they're going to lose again. Oh, yeah. Cool. Good times. Yeah. Uh, how many home runs will Yelich hit by year end? One million. Yeah, he's he's at twenty five or twenty six right now. <laughs> uh, one million. That's uh, one million. Yeah, that's a good shout though, Stephen. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I I think is I think he might clear fifty. Fifty's uh fifty million. You think? 50, wow. Yeah, fifty million. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's, a, that's like greatest of all time status right there. 
Um, I don't think there's enough pitches in a year to actually get that done. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Will the Rays keep Pennant's pace in the AL East? No. Uh, <laughs> who has who has most hits this year? Um, I will. I will. I mm. will have the most hits. Mm. Um, I whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, how far will the Astros get this year? All they're, the way to Jupiter. There you go. All the way. <laughs> yeah, and then they're gonna win the Universal World Series. Mm-hmm. It's gonna exactly. be awesome. Uh, will we see a third cycle in the same week? I'm not sure. We're what probably going to see a, a fourth a, cycle yeah. a, in the same week as the third cycle. Possibly a fifth or a sixth. <laughs> what does that mean? What What is a cycle in I'll, baseball? I'll explain to you off air. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> We're not a baseball podcast. <laughs> um, thank you, though, Will. Thank you, Will. I appreciate your unrelated questions. <laughs> um, uh, everything pro wrestling. Uh, our, our friend... Uh, Conrad on Everything Pro Wrestling asks, who is your, uh, I believe it's, who is your dream hardcore title match in WWF? Mm. Dream hardcore title match. So, I'm going to have to kind of go in the bank here. I really did like the series of matches that Terry Funk had with uh, Mick Foley, whether mm. it was as Cactus Jack or whoever it was. Yeah. Uh, then they made Terry Funk into Chainsaw Charlie, and, uh, you know, as, as Vince Doe. As Vince do, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, WWF's a little bit before my time. Uh, not too familiar with most of the wrestlers from that time period, to be honest. Mm, mm. Um, I don't know, man. I really liked it. Yeah, uh, there were some good matches. Mankind, mankind. Um, yeah, no, I really liked dude that. love. Yeah, that's a guy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's the that's same the same, that's guy. The same guy. Yeah, that's the same guy. Yes. What? What? <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's the same. Jeez. Uh, uh, I'm see. going off the rails here, people. Uh, Non-WWE guy on Twitter asks... That's a great handle. <laughs> it is. Fantastic. And and by the way, thank you, Conrad. Again, uh, everything pro wrestling show on Twitter. Also on Brain Buster Radio. Check them out. Great show, by the way, about uh, the Great American Bash... Um, uh, that I listened to while I was at the gym yesterday. Fantastic. Mm. Um, but yes, non WWE guy on Twitter asks again. It's a handle handle is non WWE guy. Do you think we'll ever get to a point where wrestlers will be able to go wherever they want, regardless of what company they work for? No, I don't. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think. I, I think yeah. uh, once a company. Yeah, I think once a company gets to a certain point. Uh, they're not just employees anymore, but they are assets, and large companies want to control their assets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's that's not to say corporations are evil or, or anything like that. Uh, that's just, in, in my opinion, I think that's how this industry works. Unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yes, baby. he 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 does add a, an addendum here. Uh, I personally don't, uh, but if I want to see a. a if I want to dream of seeing Aleister Black versus Mark Haskins, oh, yeah, what a match. Mm. Um, or G.O.D., the Grills of Destiny versus the Revival or the Osos, that's how it wouldn't work. Uh, but yes, I agree. Uh, I would love to see Aleister Black versus Mark Haskins. Um, and I would love to see the Usos versus pretty much any independent uh, tag team staple. Because yeah. the Usos, they are so good. They are so, so good. But they just don't have anyone that's really like, I don't know. They, 
there's no one else on the roster that can really put forth that good of a match that maybe an indie staple would be able to. Right. No, I agree. Um, <laughs> our good buddy, Mike Charlop. <laughs> uh, we love Mike. He always has some great questions. <laughs> always bringing the shade. Always bringing that shade. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> starts with a really good one, too. With literally thousands of seats still available for stomping grounds... <laughs> If that remains the case, will Vince finally do something different, or we just get, or we just continue to get the garbage we're getting? Man, uh, it, it's really time will tell. Honestly, um, I, I'm really hoping that at some point he's just going to take a step back and be like, "Okay, what we're doing is not working. Let, yeah. Let's figure it out." Um, I, I think that that conversation should have happened already a long time ago. Uh, a long time ago. Um, but I, I'm still holding out hope. Yes. Uh, I'm definitely still holding out hope, but I will say it's looking grim. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, he continues, are we ever going to see Buddy Murphy or the War Raiders ever again? Um, I believe... No. <laughs> it is the answer to when, that question. When Thanos snapped his fingers, mm-hmm. they were three of the talents that got evaporated exactly. into the nether sphere. Exactly. So, unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to see any of those people ever again. Well, unfortunately, we're never going to see the War Raiders again because they're the, the don't Viking say Raiders. It. Don't say it. I already said it. <laughs> I'm just as upset as you are. Okay. And, and then just seeing Buddy Murphy just disappear, it's like, okay, great. Well, last, Why did you even... Whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Last question here from Mike. He asks... Do you guys think uh, Kota Ibushi should skip the G1, especially with his history of neck problems and the scary bump he took against Naito at Dominion? Mm. Um, it was a scary bump. That, that, is, that is for sure. It's real 50-50 on that for me. I mean, he's obviously in, so I mean, we're not going to go back anymore. But what really worries me more than what happened with his neck, because his neck's fine, apparently. It's his vision. They like he went to the doctor and apparently he had some some slight vision loss. Uh, God, but yes, but apparently he's a okay. They think he's good to go. Um, I hope it's temporary. Uh, I really do hope it's temporary. But that's, I mean, losing your vision that's that's gotta suck. That's rough, man. That is very rough. God, I had no idea. Yeah, so. That's the that's the mailbag, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys again for writing in. Of course, be on the lookout for our future mailbag episodes where we can give you more uh, tangenting and, mm-hmm. and long-winded answers that uh, you guys love and deserve. So yep. thank you again uh, for, for sending us your questions on Twitter. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Steven, where can we find Headlock Talk? Well, we can find Headlock Talk on a number of places across the interwebs. Uh, yep. We have presences on iTunes, yep. Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube, uh, so you can catch all of our episodes there. We also are available if you have any questions or concerns or just want to you know, get in touch with us. Uh, we do have a Gmail account. That's headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, headlocktalk at gmail.com. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at headlocktalk, mm-hmm. obviously. Yep. Uh, we are uh, pending for Google Play, Yay. so that's going to be fun. Uh, we also switched um, uh, hosts, so uh, we have left Buzzsprout. Thank you, Buzzsprout, for hosting us for when we first started out. We really do appreciate everything that you've done. Of course. But to make ourselves a little bit more concise, a little bit more um, 
you know, uh, minded as far as our presence online. We switched to Podbean, mm-hmm. uh, and so if you are listeners on Podbean, or if you have uh, the Podbean app, or you know of podcasters or or, or um, uh, people who listen to podcasts, uh, if that they use Podbean, recommend yep. Headlock Talk. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, with that being said here, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in this week. I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt, curling my mustache. Yep. And uh, to my right here, of course, the man himself, the one and only, Stephen Grudy. Stephen? Barclash. Barclash. Don't forget to check us out every Tuesday, also on Brain Buster Radio. Uh, oh, cool. I was going to plug it if you didn't. Oh, yeah. Cool. Let's just plug it. Um, plug it in, plug it in. Yeah. Get it, Steven. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, follow Brain Buster Radio on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we've also got some amazing things happening with Brain Buster Original Press, which is our uh, blog sphere for uh, first-time writers, uh, get, giving you awesome wrestling news, uh, great articles, great pieces. Uh, we're also going to start up Brain Busta TV uh, for Twitch, which is going to be fantastic. Coming this summer, it's mm-hmm. going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check it out there. We already got some some cool show ideas, some some never before seen yeah. uh, segments yeah. that that we are a, a few involved bananas. Yes, that's yes. possible. Mm-hmm. Bar clash, bar clash. <laughs> yep, that's not the last of bar clash. No. <laughs> um, but yes, definitely check us out there. Uh, subscribe to Brain Buster Radio wherever you listen to your podcast, and follow them. Uh, follow all of us on um, uh, Twitter. Uh, you get daily podcasts from either us or other great shows. So check us all out there. Thank you again, guys, for listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Later, y'all. Later. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York.